minus 50 seconds. T minus 40 seconds. minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the news edition, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is Ella J, creator of a wrestling gal podcast and pro wrestling writer and host. And she is the editor in chief and host on Women's Wrestling Talk, Santana. Santana, how are you doing today? I'm good. I think this is the first time we've had a solo thing together. Any other time we, that me and Ella do, do things, we're either yeah. on a panel together. But it's our first time doing news. I want to see how it goes, you know? It is. I'm super <laughs> excited to be hosting this edition of Women's Wrestling Talk, the news edition. And we have so much to talk about. It is St. Patrick's Day. Hello, Bobby, in the chat. Thank you for joining. Mm -hmm. It's always, always good to see you here. And yeah, Santana, there's been so much happening this last wow. week in women's wrestling. And even today, I mean, mm -hmm. even today, our first story, we'll just get right into it. Today, WWE confirmed 14 recruits, seven new female signees, including Ring of Honor Women's World Champion, former champion Roxy, of mm -hmm. course, Naka Corelli, 18-year-old Nikita Knight. Also, there's obviously to some current superstars that we've seen on NXT, like Fallon Henry, and of mm -hmm. also known as Tasha Price. And of course, we've seen Kayla Inley, Calix Hampton, and so many new recruits. This class, I think, is really gonna rock. Yeah, I think so. Um, especially I know that. Booker T did kind of give it away, but then took it back, but then said, you know, <laughs> yeah. so so it's like, listen, you knew all along that that girl was on. But I mean, I'm interested to see what Roxy is going to bring to WWE. I mean, we've seen her run in, in uh, ROH and whatnot. We did see her go down to Impact where, you know, she lost her title to Deanna. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what she's going to do. Uh, Bianca, I'm excited to see what she's going to do as well. I know her being the daughter of Santana Morella, one of my favorites. I don't like I'm I wonder if she's gonna learn anything from her aunt Santina Morella or something, you know. Who knows? <laughs> um, I think one of the girls, Fallon, she's actually in a storyline right now, yeah. 2.0. So I mean, it, it's it's a lot of talent that we that you said, like you said, we've seen already. Um, I'm just ready to see what they're what else they have planned for the ones we have not really seen in the ring just yet. 
I think it's really cool too with Roxy because for people who don't know, like she's appeared on Total Divas before in a segment, mm-hmm. I believe, with Natalia. Yeah. And now it's kind of come full circle for her. That was always the dream to become a WWE superstar. And now here she is, former Row Diamonds Division champion, former mm-hmm. New Texas Pro Women's Champion, and of course, most recently, former Ring of Honor Women's Champion and the first ever. Like you said, she just mm-hmm. had that amazing match against Deanna Perrazzo just in January. January just participated in the December. Actually, a lot of these girls participated Mm -hmm. in the December tryout with WWE. I remember seeing Roxy, Bianca Corelli, Nikita Knight, and a lot of people. This class is really going to be something to watch. Yeah, I'm very excited to see, like I said, what they're going to do. And just especially Roxy, because she's more like the one that people pretty much know. So it's like, we've seen what she's done in Ring of Honor. Let's see how what type of character they're going to give her. Because, you know, Dodie love to give people gimmicks and stuff. So it's more about the I, character than a wrestling a little bit. It, it is true, especially in NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if they're, I mean, we've already seen Fallon Henry. She's already well-established now, just had her first win on NXT. But I'm very mm-hmm. curious, too, if they're going to repackage, obviously probably rename some of them and what it's going to yeah. be. Uh, listen, <laughs> their names, I'm already triggered with the whole Pete Dunne situation. But, you know, it, it, who I... I don't know what they're going to name these girls. I hope they don't. I hope they do them justice. I really do. So do I. Apparently, too. So apparently at least six out of the seven of them have prior wrestling training or experience. But I can't confirm it via Twitter. But apparently Calix Hampton, who's a 22-year-old former athlete at the University of Oregon, like competed in like acrobatics and tumbling, but apparently has no wrestling training. So she's really going to be very fresh, too. And if I'm I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. But Mm -hmm. from what I've seen, she's very green. So it's going to be interesting to see how she kind of combats that and really gets it together in the ring yeah that's how how i think of like uh tiffany stratton like she has no wrestling background but she has a gymnastic background so i think i mean she's learning she's still learning as of right now so um i you know sometimes people's work ethics and how fast they pick up on things can really determine um if they really will be like as soon as they get out there in the ring it's like Okay, this girl is gonna go somewhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see. Of course, there's some comments in here too, uh, Bobby. I'm really looking forward to Bianca. I was so happy for her, and of course, Roxy too as well. Hey, Nikki, Nikki. love you so much. Um, yeah, Roxy too had uh, a match at uh, MLW mm-hmm. at late January. I believe her last actual match before signing was against Rachel Rowe at Reality of Wrestling, which is Booker yeah. T's school. So that was definitely a matchup. If people haven't watched, they should definitely see it. But like you mentioned too, this class, there's some familiar names in there too. Like if you've watched AEW and stuff like that, like Notorious Mimi is like only yeah. 18, 19 years old. Nikita Knight is only 18 years old. We've seen both of them on AEW Dark. So there's a little bit of familiarity there, obviously with some more than others. But I am I think this is a really good and promising class. I agree. I'm just, like I said, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, they. I don't think they could get a, a worse name than Roxy. Like, I just think I, I can't really see her with any other name. But like I said, we know exactly how Dodie do when they give people their names. So I'll be very afraid. 
or or maybe <laughs> something it'll be something with her real name carla yeah. that's what i'm hoping i'm hoping it's not something like i've known this girl for like three <laughs> years now and i've only known her as roxy so we'll see what happens right. i have no idea and thank you so much nikki of course for being in the chat and supporting women's wrestling talk and being a part but there's some other great news too that happened mm -hmm. yesterday santana i will let you take this one okay so yesterday if you guys were not watching AEW, um it's one year later st patrick slam and once again we had Britt baker and thunder rosa in the main event and as of right now, you guys, Thunder Rosa did dethrone Britt Baker to win the AEW Women's World Championship. Um, I mean, talk about a year later. A year later, you still beat her again at the same event, just in a different type of match. It's still a cage match. It was the first time we had women be in a cage match. Um, and we we immediately, we already saw Britt Baker getting busted open. Um, what I will say, I know it may step on a lot of people's toes, but when Thunder Rosa won, I didn't feel anything. I'm not the biggest Britt Baker fan either, but I'm also not the biggest Thunder Rosa fan. But what I can say is that congratulations to her. Um, in the eyes of those who are fans of hers, she deserves it. I want to see what Thunder Rosa is going to do now that she is champion in AEW. I don't too much know Thunder Rosa besides the work she's done outside of AEW. I don't see her enough on AEW to feel like, okay, well, she's champion now. What's going to happen? And I kind of felt like when I watched it, the match was it was slow paced, but it was really good towards the end. Started to pick up. But I just felt like it was kind of crazy that she loses at Revolution against Britt Baker, e even when they introduced this new title, which I think could have been a perfect time to just like, like boom, we're going to let Thunder win or something. It didn't happen that way. She ended up losing. Then she get a number one contender match against Layla, uh, Layla Hirsch. She wins that, and then, boom, we're back to where it all pretty much began, you know, and being in her hometown. Um, I guess it was just, just Thunder Rosa's – it was just her night. It was just – maybe it was her time. It's just all about I want to know, well, who is Thunder Rosa as a champion that I didn't see as Thunder Rosa the chaser? And that makes sense, too. I feel like with the booking, too, is mm -hmm. like a whole... It was kind of very quick how it yeah. happened. Exactly. I mean, they had that revolution match. Makes sense. But mm -hmm. then to immediately have Thunder already be number one contender, there was no real struggle, no real clawing her way back <laughs> up against Brit. It was just, oh, you got an opportunity, and guess what? It's in your hometown. I feel like as it was noticed noted that it was in her hometown the result did mm -hmm. feel obvious and Brit's reign has kind of waned down the last few months as there's been no real competitors believable competitors mm -hmm. or real stories leading up to it so I agree with you it felt a little bit rushed but I will say too it was very cool of them again too to make history and the main events the second well, first, they were the first main event, uh, yeah. the first women's smash to main event. And again, to have them main event almost one year to the day, one mm -hmm. day before the one year anniversary of St. Patrick's Day Slam on AEW Dynamite, I think is a really cool feat. And for them to compete in the first women's cage match, I think is cool, too. Obviously, we saw like a lot of thumbtacks. We saw some chairs, 
a, a mm. little not as much blood as last year no, i feel like but, <laughs> but at the end of the day yeah thunder rosa in her own hometown of san antonio texas is now the aew women's world champion i will say i was kind of surprised there was no even attempted interference from jamie hater or rebel i mean they were in a cage but i was thinking maybe they'd try to launch a chair like through the door or something but it was a clean i mean it circumstances whatever it was a clean yeah. victory without any outside interference really but there was definitely a lot of weapons in this match yeah and shout out to Ari. i mean i i could not imagine being a ralph and counting the pin in thumbtacks yeah <laughs> so, i mean i would be probably fidgeting with my arm or something but shout out to her because she i mean after the ref pretty much got knocked out she came in and, and did what was needed to be done uh which was continue to call the match um but yeah i i just i just i want to see what thunder is really going to do um, like I said, as champion. And I know that, you know, with Britt, like you said, she really hasn't had that many competitors that were believable. I mean, honestly, whoever she was put in the match with, we knew that, of course, Britt wasn't going to lose this title anytime soon. And the only person that could beat her, well, could take the title off her, would be Thunder Rosa. That's the only pretty much believable person besides Riho, um, mm-hmm. who could have been the one to take the title off her. Um, but it ended up being Thunder. And I mean, like I said, congratulations. Um, I see that Shadow Ranger said that he likes he likes Rosa, but he wanted Deeb to be champion. She's my favorite thing by AEW, and we've had the discussion um, last night, me and Nikki, um, and everyone else was kind of like in our little clubhouse thing um, about one of our writers, Sam, brought it up and talked about uh, Serena Deeb, you know, possibly maybe being champion or one day eventually. Because I mean, like we consider her to be like the natty of AEW because she can cut a promo, she can work with anybody in the ring, um, and she can make anybody look good too. So she was the one too who beat Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's World Championship. So there's oh. always that callback right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously Serena is preoccupied with her kind <laughs> of rookie five-minute yeah. challenge, but she does back now. Mm-hmm. So it seems that they're gonna resume that feud, at least for the time being. Uh, assuming Britt Baker gets a rematch and then maybe loses it, provides some closure to that feud. What's next really then for Britt Baker, assuming she doesn't win the championship match after Britt and Rosa obviously have the rematch. Like what do you think is even next for both of them? I mean, maybe Britt could go after Jade or something. Cause Jade's title has been kind of pretty occupied as well. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't really had that many, I mean, she's had competitors. She's been yeah. defending her title more than Britt since she's had it, you know, but still say it's the same booking. When we look at Jade being in a match with somebody that we already know that Jade is going to win that title. Yeah. It's the same booking that they've been kind of giving Britt Baker, whoever they put her in the title match with randomly, we know who's going to win. Like, I feel like Jay deserves to have like a, a lengthy feud, kind of like how Britt and Thunder is. I know that her and Red Velvet actually have had like a, a similar longer feud and whatnot. Um, but I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, I do agree with that because I've said this before where what if, I mean, with AEW, Tony Khan owning Ring of Honor, maybe Britt could go to Deanna and be like, you know, I might not be champion over here, but since, you know, we kind of like in the same company, sort of, 
I want your title now. I mean, they're both best <laughs> friends in real life, and they've both been pushing for this match. So now, now maybe the time is going to be coming up soon. Yeah, it is possible. Um, but I don't know. Like, Brick could. Pro I think she could take some time off. Brick could um, kind of lay low a little bit, left on there you know, build up some competitors, like maybe. Yeah, like a Mercedes Martinez helping her or something. I could know. see that too. We've seen, I feel like a little dissension between like Jamie Hayter and Rebel too. And they've been helping her, but we've also seen in the past, they've kind of butted heads mm -hmm. unintentionally. And so maybe it's the, I guess, disintegration of that faction. I don't know, but I love the idea of Britt Baker and Deanna, obviously after yeah. we get the closure between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, I think, I mean, April is right around the corner. Super card of honors coming up. I mean, maybe that's a little too soon, but the door is wide open now. Mm -hmm. Never say never in pro wrestling. That's the one thing I've learned the, the last year is never say never in pro wrestling. You never know what can transpire. No. And so congratulations again to Thunder Rosa beating Britt Baker, ending Britt Baker's near 10 month reign. It was, it feels even longer than that, which is crazy to say, but Thunder Rosa mm -hmm. is the new AEW Women's World Champion. And we're frozen. <laughs> Are we back? I'm so sorry. Are we back? We're good. Are we back? I think we are. Nope. Am I here now? I th I thought it was me. <laughs> I I can't tell who's frozen on our end. <laughs> I can't tell if it's oh, me no. or you. Who's frozen on our end? If you let us know in the comments. I don't even know. I think it might be me that's frozen. Okay. I thought it was okay. me, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Because I, what? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, from one champion, there we are. I think we're good. I will hope so. Okay. Techn we're live. Technical difficulties okay. happen, though, but we're good. I thought it was me. <laughs> oh, it's Santana? Yeah, okay. It's, it's okay. me. It's <laughs> always good. me. I've read the fight. My cable, my Wi-Fi company, we, we're in beef right now. We always have beef whenever I have to go live or something. I know that struggle so much. But yeah, we're talking about champions. Thunder Rosa is the new mm -hmm. AEW Women's World Champion. But from one champion to another, we also have to talk about the Impact Knockouts Champion, Tasha Steeles, who is set to defend her newly won Knockouts Championship in a street fight coming up mm -hmm. against Mickey James. Obviously, Impact Wrestling is in town, actually scheduled to go down tomorrow or Saturday. Impact mm -hmm. is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania set for their next round of tapings and it was revealed that Tasha Steeles will have her first title defense in a street fight against former champion hardcore country 
Mickey James. Obviously, Tasha became Impact Knockouts champion for the first time on March 5th at Sacrifice, but now Mickey James has seemingly invoked her rematch clause, and these two are scheduled to do battle again coming up. I'm so excited. (laughs) I am screaming at Nikki. Um, Yeah, I'm excited too. Like, their first match um, was pretty good, but their (laughs) second match was, like, even better. Yeah, I... It's okay. <laughs> like their match was really, really good. And I was I was happy for Tasha, you know, winning. She's been in impact for quite some time now. Um, and to see her be a solo star now from jumping from being a tag to now being a solo star and her winning her first title as far as like a solo title, it's amazing. Um, and she definitely talked a lot of trash in that interview. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely watch the Tasha Steele interview that had TK, Nikki, that's in the chat right now, and Katrina on there. And Tasha was not letting up on Mickey. And um, I think this street fight will be pretty interesting. I mean, it's a street fight. You never know who can interfere and who could cause who the match in any kind of way. Um, But I, I am pulling for Tasha to win. I feel like she does deserve it. And I think she's really enjoying herself working with someone like a legend like Mickey James, who has done a lot of things in the women's division. Um, and I think that it's, I like their feud. It, it's, it's really interesting. And I mean, she pulled up on Mickey James during her live performance yeah. and, she was up and it's like, it's like, it's like Tara all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming, too, she does retain against Mickey James, she is scheduled to defend at For the Culture against Big yeah. Swole, too, on April 1st, which is huge. So two mm-hmm. title matches now coming up for Tasha Steeles. Of course, it is in the old ECW arena coming up this weekend in Philadelphia. And yeah, Impact Wrestling is definitely building new stars. Yeah. Obviously, Mickey James is now a former four-time Knockouts champion, but now Tasha Steeles has had such a journey, I think, since splitting from Kira Hogan since mm-hmm. last summer, and she's really been on this upward trajectory. I think the storytelling for her has been beautifully written, and now we're really having this first First time feud, which I think is really exciting too. And it's really going to go to a climax in the street fight coming up. Yeah, I think it's well deserved um, on both ends. It's kind of to see who is going to take who to the limit. Um, and like Nikki said, not to mention, I mean, they have been arguing on they Twitter. You, you're not following women's wrestling, talking on what you're doing. Um, because on Twitter, Petty Seals definitely uh, has came out, and Mickey James has also had a few words as well. So they they've definitely been going at it with each other on Twitter, of courtesy of Nikki, because sometimes I think Nikki be instigated by retweeting stuff or saying, "Oh, well, how do you feel about this?" So Nikki definitely has her hands full in Natasha Seals and Mickey. Gotta James. get the tea somehow. I mean, Nikki, you're doing a great job. Gotta so gotta talking to get them to really share how they really feel. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, also too, I mean, we also have Deanna Peraza, who's been laying down these open challenges. Obviously, she has now challenged Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost, two of Impact's newest knockouts, to a triple threat match. Still not aware if it's for the Ring of Honor or the AAA Reina de Reina's championship, but she mm-hmm. has been defending that Ring of Honor Women's World Championship a lot in the Impact yeah. Zone. And it may be because she kind of has her num- her next contender lined up for the Reina de Reina's championship Mm -hmm. in the form of Taya Valkyrie so maybe that's the reason but we will also be getting a triple threat 
between Deanna Perrazzo, Giselle Shaw, and Lady Frost coming up at these tapings, I believe. So again, another another tonight. Oh, is it? Oh, it's happening tonight on Impact. Got it. Nikki got the exclusive on it, but she's not going to tell us what happened. But if you guys tune into Impact After Show that we're having on tonight with me and Nikki, you get all the all the all of the live scoops from Nikki because she said the only thing she said there was it was a really really good match. She didn't say who won, but she said it was a really really good match. And I do know that Deanna is supposed to be um, having a champ champ challenge at the Multiverse of Matches uh, in Impact on that Friday, April first, which we will be at the show. Me and Nikki and a few other. Um, yeah, you're gonna be there too. I'll be in Dallas, Texas. We're gonna be in Dallas for WrestleMania weekend. Um, so if you guys run into any of us, don't walk up to me. But if you see anybody <laughs> else, um, I will speak from a phone. <laughs> I will say hello on Santana's behalf. Am I allowed Thank to you. say hello to you though, yes. Santana? Yes, okay. you are. I and then if you want to speak to Santana, you have to go through <laughs> me, okay? So That's we've agreed. gotten that straightened out. Um, I'm sitting on the ramp, so that'll be super fun. Okay, um, so we're I'm, sitting by the ring on the first on the first row. So we're by the ring. Okay, so. I'll still see you there. Yeah, it'll be really will. fun. I'm <laughs> so excited. We definitely in the building. Women's wrestling talk in the building, mm-hmm. representing April first at the Fairmont. That's gonna be super exciting. It is. It's gonna be a very interesting show. I'm trying to see if Nikki's gonna get distant person again. Cause she nigga got nigga might be on TV tonight getting this, but we ain't gonna say by who. But she no, knows. No. Okay, Nikki, you got this. Nikki got this. But we, she we're gonna find out if it made it to TV tonight. If so, why do, why do I just know that it's probably deep by Diana? No, it's not. It's, oh, not, it's even not. By, it's not even by a woman. Okay, we'll have to keep an eye out tonight on Impact Wrestling. I'm sure you two will talk about it on the Impact Wrestling post show tonight. Yeah, right? spoiler a little bit, but she didn't say which Bullet yeah. Club member. Okay, that's gonna be super exciting. But I mean, <laughs> there's so much news happening this week too. Um, mm-hmm. another exciting thing though, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Lita is scheduled to be on Stone Cold's Broken Skull Sessions next. Of course, coming off mm-hmm. of her recent match at Elimination Chamber, which Lita showed up and showed out, and she's mm-hmm. about to break it all down on the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin coming up on March 25th. I'm so excited to see like everything she has to say. I am. I'm such a um, Alita fan. Like I've been a Alita fan since the first time I saw her as Miss uh, Congeniality. So I mean, seeing her in her match with Becky Lynch at Elimination Chamber, it showed that Alita still could put on a match. You know, she still she could still go. Still has one of the most beautiful moon sauce ever. You know, so I mean, I want to. It's like we get an updated interview on Alita, kind of. You know, go in depth about just about Elimination Chamber and so on and so forth. Like, does she see herself kind of picking back up with Charlotte? Because I know she said she wanted to finish that. Um, but I, I don't know if it's going to be after, probably be after Charlotte has her hands, you know, done with Ronda Rousey. So we'll see. I'm excited for this. Do you think that this match at Elimination Chamber against Becky was like the final moment for Lita? I don't think it was the final moment. I think it's the start of becoming the final moments for Lita. Um, I think we may see her somewhere down the ramp again. I think so. I don't think I don't think this is it. 
But she I did say so. she was at peace though, because this would be like I remember the first time she kind of like had like a little retirement theme and the whole prime time situation. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. If you do know, you know. Um, but she said that she did feel at peace with this match with Becky because this was a peaceful way for her to go out versus the first time. Yeah. So, she I, she got that closure, I feel like. And of course she see she even said that she's ready for one more run, but I feel mm-hmm. like you had the Royal Rumble, you had Elimination Chamber. We need at least one more match to make one this more. a trifecta. Do I feel like <laughs> maybe I mean, I'm trying to be there. <laughs> we saw Trish Stratus at SummerSlam yeah. a few years ago against Charlotte Flair. Maybe yeah. we can have the other half of Team Bestie against Charlotte. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how that goes, but I think it might be something with Bailey and Sasha because I know that Sasha has been pretty adamant about facing Trish, and Trish is, you know, she hasn't backed down and said that she denied that she wants to have a match with Sasha Banks. So mm. I mean, of course, you have Bailey and then Lita, you know, so. This, those team besties versus this team besties. I think this was originally what we were supposed to get at Evolution, but it didn't turn out that way. Oh. <laughs> Nikki goes, no. <laughs> uh, anything that has Charlotte and, and any of the legends going in, uh, Nikki is not too fond of it. It's okay to each their own, but how team bestie is obviously on the same wavelength. How do you get Sasha and Bailey to make up though? That's my question. I mean, I think the first time that somebody has turned on each other with these two and they made up and became tag again. So I, I think what's this different is that Bailey has has been the one who turned. So it's all about seeing that Sasha can be so forgiving on her end the way that Bailey was for her. So of course, Bailey is speculated to be returning soon from her knee injury around yeah. Mania. Will it be at Mania? We don't know. Will it be after? Probably after. Yeah. There's still a lot of things that still, I think, have to be set in place for WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I miss Bailey. Like, I love seeing her still interact and troll people on Twitter. So I already know she's probably still going to be in this, this character once she comes mm-hmm. back. And I hope she comes to Monday Night Raw. I really do. So do I. Raw is stacked, absolutely, but bringing her to Raw, I think, would definitely be a great addition. I agree, because, I mean, she still got unfinished business with Bianca, and we never really seen a proper Bailey versus Becky feud either. So, I don't know. No, not. I think we mm. might, we could get, get that. She's a free agent, so we'll see what happens. But before we get to the last story on the docket, so interesting question here. So ironically, Mia Yim is actually scheduled to face Athena in mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas on March 31st, I believe, at one of the WrestleCon shows. Yeah, the Super so, Show. So, yeah. so that answer is part of that. Um, Athena, Ember Moon has been traveling and doing some independent promotions. Mm-hmm. I believe this is M- Mia's first match back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tegan Nixon, there's really no news on her. Um, she doesn't have her booking details available yet, like publicly. So mm-hmm. I don't know about Tegan Knox, Nixon Newell, but Mia Yim is actually scheduled to face Athena. So that's going to be exciting for a lot of people. It definitely will be. I mean, if you're not there in person, then I think, I don't know. I don't think they're going to put it on Fight TV. I don't think so. So Maybe. if you're not there, then you're missing out. 
I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But Bobby, you perfectly segue us into our last story. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, the NW, much like Impact Tapings this weekend, this weekend is also National Wrestling Alliance, the Crockett Cup, where, of course, they're having mm -hmm. a 16 Actually, it's kind of like a 20-team tournament for the mm -hmm. men's tag teams. But also, they have two women's championship matches. The first being Allison Kay and Marty Bell defending against pretty empowered Kenzie Page and Ella Envy. Kenzie Page, we've seen on NWA television most recently in a loss against Chelsea Green. This mm -hmm. will be Ella Envy's debut in NWA. And, of course, the Hex has been dominating everywhere they go in NWA and are undefeated in championship matches. I believe this is a first-time matchup between these two teams. So this yeah. is going to be really fun this weekend. It is, and it's going to be in Nashville where, of course, Nikki is. And Nikki is supposed to be going. So we might get some exclusive footage on that um, because not only does that match happen, but also there is the three-way uh, women's world title match that's happened between Camille, uh, Kylie Ray, and of course one of Nikki's fave, Chelsea Green. So I mean, who? I mean, Camille. She's been, she's been dominating these girls. Like whatever match she's in, she's had some bangers. She's really been dominating. So I mean, someone like a Kylie Ray who is she's she's really really good in the ring, like extremely good. And then you got the hot mess, Chelsea Green. So I mean, you never know what kind of attitude she's gonna bring out. We've seen how she she walking with Matt Cardona, and when she walks in like Mickey James, so on and so forth. So I'm, you know, I don't I don't think this is streaming anywhere. Maybe on Fight TV and whatnot. But I mean, I already know like the stature that Camille has, and against someone like a Speedy Kylie Ray, and then like a a uh, very, very sneaky little Chelsea Green because she can be a little bit. She she knows her way within the ring and how to get into the minds of her opponent. So I, I believe that's going to be a good match. But, you know, Camille's been holding on to this title. Uh, will she lose it or will she retain? Chelsea Green, the last time she faced Camille was actually mm -hmm. at NWA 73, obviously where she fell short. But mm -hmm. Chelsea is aligned, married to the NWA heavyweight champion, Matt mm -hmm. Cardona, oh. who is also <laughs> defending his championship against Nick Aldis. But back to the women's match. Yeah, Camille has mm -hmm. been dominating. She dominated against Tara Terrell at Power Trip. She's defeated Kiera Hogan. Mm -hmm. uh, she's defeated Chelsea Green before. She's been on an absolute tear. Ironically, though, this is actually Kylie Ray's first singles championship match mm -hmm. since entering NWA like nine months ago now at this point. So I think Kylie Ray might be the wild card in this matchup will a, a triple threat is really unpredictable the champion doesn't necessarily have to get pinned and is chelsea true. is battling an injury but we've seen her chug truck through an injury before <laughs> right. with her arm before so maybe nikki i personally believe we're going to be getting a new champion mm -hmm. but again who knows Ooh. triple threat matches are so unpredictable they are, they are. Um, but I, I'm pretty excited. Like, it's just like you know, like you said, Callie Ray. She is like the that underdog. Like she's she is that wild card. Nobody really knows like if she could come on top. Like with this being her first singles title run since she's been there, and someone like a Chelsea Green who knows Camille and been in a ring with her before, Chelsea wouldn't be like 
new like new to this. She will kind of unless Camille has been working on something new and then pull something out the gate and Chelsea Green doesn't have no idea what's going on or what happened. So I, I think this this would be a very, very interesting match. You got three different styles here. So definitely two. I'm I'm personally feeling Kylie Ray on this one. Whether mm -hmm. it be we have seen Kylie though use some questionable tactics yeah. in these past <laughs> though. Um, specifically against the Hex. I mean, she's been teaming mm -hmm. with Tootie Lynn and NWA and has defeated Allison Kay and Marty Bell in singles competition. And we've mm -hmm. seen her use some shady stuff against Allison Kay a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So maybe Kylie Ray isn't she's smiley but don't on don't count her out but camille's been absolutely dominant but also chelsea green is a completely different entity when she's an nwa mm -hmm. so this is really i think possibly the most unpredictable match of the night on the crop you don't know who's going to win you really don't so you really don't and of course nikki's gonna be there representing mm -hmm. women's wrestling talk it of course it's streaming on fight tv this weekend on march 19th and march 20th the women's matches we just talked about will be happening on night two march mm -hmm. 20th in nashville tennessee and bobby i have not heard anything on candace larae i believe she's due in what april or something well, i believe she had the baby she already did. See, already had, they've already had the baby. The baby already got his little Twitch thing going on. They were on oh, her yeah. and Jenny Regina were on Twitch the other, like I think two days ago. And we've already seen the baby. So like she's, I mean, she's doing pretty good. You know, the baby, he is so, he is really, really cute. Like he is mm -hmm. uh, so cute. Um, so, I mean, Kendall around, I don't think she's coming back to the ring anytime soon. You know, she's, she's getting the feel of being a, a mom, you know, so. Who, who knows exactly when Candice LeRae may show back up into a ring? We really don't know. It, we don't know as of right now. Right now, she she gave birth to a healthy baby, a healthy baby boy. So that's pretty much all that kind of matters as of right now. True. I mean, we've we've all already seen a couple of moms return. Becky Lynch returning at SummerSlam, Ronda mm -hmm. Rousey returning at the Royal Rumble, but perhaps mm -hmm. maybe the one that still hasn't returned is Lacey Evans in mm -hmm. WWE. I have mm -hmm. no idea what her timetable is, but I think she gave birth shortly after like Ronda Rousey did. Yeah, Again, I don't know her training. time. She yeah, I don't know. Training. She's like at least on Instagram, she's been yeah. going ham. <laughs> she's <laughs> ready. <laughs> I have no power. idea. She's gonna carry the milk and, and the baby and say, "Look, <laughs> let's go. I'm ready. Whenever." The only person we really don't know about is Oscar. She's really the yeah. I mean, we know we talked about Bailey and Lacey, and but Oscar though, Oscar has been been out there like kind of like the longest a little bit. Um, so it's like we really haven't seen her, and we really don't know exactly what her status is. With the, we know that she's like a free agent, but we still don't really know when she's going to show back on the screen. Same with Alexa Bliss. We only saw her at Elimination Chamber. Haven't seen her back. You know, I know she's getting prepared to get married as well. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't know. The, the, the girls need to hurry up and come back. You know, they I do. don't know. Lacey's <laughs> been gone for over a year now. Asuka's mm -hmm. been gone since her last match, I believe, was Money in the Bank last yeah. June or July, July mm -hmm. I believe it was. Um yeah. Bailey's been teasing her free agency, so I don't know, but it is Mania season. I mean, Mania season two coming up with the NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you watched NXT last night too, you or on, on Tuesday night, I should say, yeah. that Mandy Rose will be defending against Cora Jade for the NXT Women's Championship. So 
there's a lot happening this next few weeks. There is. And I mean, you know, Cora J played a few tricks on Toxic Attraction, but obviously Mandy was a little too smart for her amateur home alone <laughs> tactic she had going on Tuesday. But I mean, you know, with, with Raquel actually being out, I think she's out for four to six months with her injury. Um, I mean, it's time to see what who Cora Jade is as a single star. And then we've seen what she's done in war games. But she, we've seen what she has done um, being tagged with Raquel. So, I mean, will will she be the one to take this title off Mandy or, or what? Also Maybe. going back to NXT? Um, mm. It could be possible, but I mean... I mean, yes, her, her her gear is colorful, but Oscar in the ring is pretty much OG NXT. <laughs> so, I mean, those girls will have to step it up if you're going to get in the ring with Oscar. Mm -hmm. She don't play no game. I will say, like, like I said, never say never in professional mm -hmm. wrestling. Dolph Ziggler is the NXT champion. Yeah. So this year has been crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, Asuka, maybe. Maybe in AEW. I, maybe <laughs> AEW slipped. Maybe back in NXT. Who knows? Definitely, yeah, Asuka has definitely missed a lot on WWE television. She, she brings, like, a liveliness, and, like, nobody's ready for her. No, nobody's ready for Oscar. But I got I've said like since the whole interaction um with the main roster stars going down to NXT, like the Mysterios on Tuesday. So I mean I'm I'm really excited and I, I like the fact that they are incorporating the main roster stars going down to NXT and some of the NXT stars going up to have matches on the main mm -hmm. roster. And some of them have been going to the live events too. So I, I do, I am glad that they are starting to do that now because it makes things a lot interesting. It's like, you, we don't know that they're going down there too. So that does add a lot more to the surprise. Um, I didn't expect the Mysterious to pop up. I didn't, but I, didn't I know um, Santos was happy. I know he was, you know what I'm saying? So I'm. you just really, you don't know. Who who knows? But I mean, if Oscar shows up, maybe Bailey goes down there. Maybe Lace Evans show up. I mean, we still got Paige lingering around somewhere. She hasn't really been talking that much. She said January, it's March. So where are you, Paige? We got well, where are you? You said January. Where where you at? <laughs> I don't know, but I think that brings us full circle to our first story. We've mm -hmm. already seen some of the new NXT recruits make names for themselves on NXT 2.0, like Fallon Henry we've seen, and mm -hmm. we've also seen Kayla Inley, I believe, too, as well. So yeah. it seems that we're in this new wave of WWE and NXT, but they're also integrating a lot of main roster stars, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready to see what, what else they have, have in store. And shout out to Zoff Ziggler being the NXT champion, which I never would have nope. thought we would have won. Um, but shout out to him. I, I think it looks good on him because that's not like the only title he really hasn't won. Um, I think besides Universal Champion. But yeah. Other than that, I, I like Dolph being the NXT Champion. It spices things up. You know, it really it does. Certainly does. Keeps you on your toes. Mm -hmm. It definitely agree. Santana, before we wrap up this Women's Wrestling News Talk edition, can you tell the people where they can find you online? Oh, I tell everyone to Google me. So if you type in Dreon Santana, even if you spell it wrong, um, you can still find me on Google and it have all my social stuff. There. Do you know how cool that is to just say Google me? <laughs> that is like some boss energy right there, honestly. I get tired of telling people what my my Instagram and my Twitter are not the same and it sucks yeah, because I want mine to be the same, but... 
Mine um, aren't either. So if they don't like me well enough. So just like, just Google me and there everything is. My Twitter pops up first anyway. And Nikki, you're absolutely right. Tim and Mandy got what they wanted in the end. <laughs> they did. Maybe, maybe, Dolph, probably. maybe Dolph followed Mandy to NXT. We still don't know. We still need some yeah. closure there. But it yeah, it's been a wild year already and we're only in March. But you can find me on Twitter right here where it says at it's Ella J. If you go to the link tree in my bio, you can find all my links to Instagram and all my podcasts and all that good fun stuff and of course don't forget to follow women's wrestling talk on social media at ww talk pod on twitter and instagram and you can go on facebook as well or you can go to www.talkpod.com and of course thank you for watching women's wrestling talk the number one's women's wrestling show on the planet for santana and ella j myself this has been women's wrestling talk the news edition <laughs> women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show 